Hey there, everyone. I'm Abby. And I'm Alyssa, and we are the co-founders of Down With. We are so excited to be here today with you all. We are going to dive right in and tell you a little bit about our company, Down With, and what we're all about. Yes. Collaborating with Sarah and Step Back and Receive is going to be awesome. So we created Down With because, well, quite frankly, we were pissed off. We kept encountering brands that claimed inclusivity, access, and diversity, but in reality, they were exclusive and entitled communities. So therefore, as a solution, Downwith commits to creating a space that hosts not only equality and inclusivity, but also empowering the community by breaking the barriers of not having enough access to achieve the goals we desire. As co-founders, we are all on the same page and both are completely self-made with a passion to create equal access for all. But Alyssa, specifically, is a self-made, self-funded woman of color and a project manager by day and a strategic go-getter of the community. And Abby is a talented hairstylist by day and an effective engager of the community. Together, we want to rewrite the rules alongside our united front. Downwith's key pillars are inclusion, equity, access, information, and connection. Yes, we are working to create an open space where access is open to all who seek it. The rules are waiting to be rewritten and together as a community, we will work together to pave the way. So let's break the barriers in class and status for a more equitable and accessible world. We are so excited to be on this journey with our team of reformers. Check us out and join in on this journey by following us at down underscore underscore with on Instagram, as well as our website down hyphen with.com for our upcoming events and collaborations. Hey everyone. I hope everyone is staying safe and doing well. Um, I just wanted to get on here and record another episode um, because we are less than two weeks away from the United States election. So with that said, today we are going to talk a little bit about voting and why your vote counts. And before I start, I just wanted to emphasize that this is really important, like a very important topic to discuss because this year has already opened our eyes to what the next four years could potentially look like if we don't step up to the plate and don't vote. Um, And again, with the election being in less than two weeks, it's really, really, really important to get out there and um, discuss this topic, inform your family members, your friends, your colleagues, or um, emphasize that voting is actually really important and try to encourage them to go out and cast their ballots. So um, with that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, my history of voting. It's very short, but I just wanted to say that I did end up voting, um, and I voted by mail this time, um, and this was the second time um, I voted. So the first time I actually um, went into the voting place and voted with my parents, and um, that was um, when Trump became president. Um, but I did not get to vote 
when Barack was um, the president just because I was not, um, oh wait, now that I think about it, I'm sorry guys, let's see, Barack Obama, Trump became president in 2016, so then Barack Obama for the second term became president in 2012, and in 2012, I was, I did vote, so sorry guys, this was my third time voting, um, I had to do a little memory recap, but so the first two times, I'm so happy I actually did get to vote um, during Barack's presidency. So his second term was my first time. Um, and then when Trump became president, that was my second time voting. And then this to or this time is my third time. And this time I voted by mail. Um, so it's been 10 years since I turned 18. So totally in total, I've voted three times. But like, also, I wanted to say that even though I am an immigrant, I'm also like a daughter of immigrants who also voted for their third time. And I bring up this point because a lot, and I mean a lot of people forget that it is in their right as an American citizen to vote. And I'm not sure, but this is like the common theme that I've picked up, um, and it's that more immigrants are more grateful for this opportunity of voting after they become citizens than citizens who were born here and don't really care to exercise their right, you know, and ultimately I feel like it's something that all of us as American citizens should because it's just a way for us to tell the country, tell the universe, tell the lawmakers that we live on these grounds. This is our land and this is our right to vote. So I've also heard a lot of people say things like, well, my vote doesn't even count, you know, and nowadays, like, just because the election is coming up, and this year is so hot and heavy, um, politics is, like, a very common discussion amongst, you know, a dinner table with friends, and yeah, of course, Trump comes up every single time, and we're talking about his policies, and just what's happened to the state of the U.S. economy, and what the next four years are potentially going to look like, you know, if he becomes president again. And I'm always very surprised when I hear people say like, well, my vote doesn't count, or they make remarks like, well, you know, Bernie would have been perfect, a perfect candidate. Um, but then they want to vote for someone like Trump, because they, they don't want an increase in their taxes. And then they talk about um, how they don't like Biden because he's too old and I always find that really funny like obviously comparing Biden and Bernie they're both old but then it's you're contradicting yourself you know if you say things like I wanted Bernie but I don't want to pay more in taxes so I'm for Trump when when in fact I believe, this is my personal opinion, is if Bernie came in office, our taxes would definitely go up. So it's, 
to me, it doesn't seem like people are very clear on policies. They, they're more clear on personality. And, you know, unfortunately, that's just how politics works, right? Like, it's, it's more about who you like, who's a, a good speaker, you know, who comes across as a, in quotes, clown. Um, and I wish, I wish it was a little different. I wish people did take the time to educate themselves and really look at their lives and think about the things that really matter to them and the changes they want to make in their country before they um, speak, you know, and, and then make a very thoughtful decision on who they want to vote. Um, so again, a lot of people say things like, well, you know, my vote doesn't even count. And I think like in the grand scheme of things, like it sure does. Um, and I don't know if it comes more from emotional maturity or professional growth, or maybe my ability now as an American citizen to recognize like which class I belong, I ultimately belong in the things I I actually care about and how I want to live my life in this country, not just, you know, now, but like for generations to come, like my future children, my children's children, like these are the factors that contribute to my decision to vote on who to vote for. And I'm not arguing with the fact that, you know, the voting system is effed up because it does, it it all comes down to like how many electoral uh, votes um, a candidate has per state. But think about like the state of America as a country right now, like right effing now. And I think about those states that, you know, you live in, or maybe you have a family member there or a friend, those are called swing states, right? So it ultimately, during the presidency, um, a president needs 270 electoral votes to win. And I think about the, just like those swing states. And I, I think maybe this year, there might be even more swing states just because there's just been so much back and forth this year and so many challenges um, for the world and for America that a lot of people are confused on who they want, you know, and I've heard this thing, I've heard a lot of people say like, well, I don't know who to vote for, they're, neither of the candidates are somebody I want, you know, so I think it's really going to come down to people touching up on the policies, and then, sorry to say it, those uneducated people who are ultimately going to pick someone based on their character, or, you know, their personal beliefs about things like, I would say, like, racism, um, sexism, just a lot of, like, diversity um, and inclusion issues that have been brought to light, um, I think, are really going to uh, affect who people vote for. Um, So, I still believe like there's a lot of people out there that do need to cast their ballot and make a decision and I know the state of the world is very curious at this point to see who our new leader is and like what direction our country will take after November 3rd or ultimately the new year. So with that like a lot of questions are on the rise and I want you all to just as you're listening to this really think about um 
like I mentioned, what you believe in and what you want this country to look like in the next 10, 20 years. And I don't think people think that like the decision they make now is really going to affect tomorrow or the next year, you know, in the next four years, like a lot can happen in four years. And a lot of changes that were ultimately promised at the beginning of someone's term could also fall through and you won't see a change. Or there may be small changes that were made during someone's presidency that were not really acknowledged and brought to light because of the state of the state of the world, you know. So there's there's just some things that I'm going to questions I'm gonna t- I'm gonna ask that may help you kind of figure out um, you know what's important to you or may spark some discussion with you and your friends you know if if you're listening you can you can bring up my questions at the next dinner table obviously following social distancing guidelines but you could be like oh so like I was listening to the Don With podcast about voting and these things came up so what let's talk about it you know what do you think about this and I I really want you guys to do that I want to discuss these things I want to talk about it because I don't think there's a lot of people out there that again, know who to vote for, but also they're too afraid to ask about different things because everyone is so sensitive right now or they don't want to seem stupid. But I think now is a time that we need to make a decision and address change if we do expect the next four years to look very different than the years that we've had. So some of the questions on the rise are going to be like, well, what is going to happen to the American economy? You know, with many layoffs, people are struggling to survive, to live, to pay for their rent, to eat. Like, are these people going to bounce back? Or like, are we going to continue to get aid from the government? Um, Are people going to be unemployed for a longer period than expected? Um, Small businesses like mom and pop shops that are very cute, you know, um, are they going to be able to survive? Are they going to get like small business loans from the banks? Are they going to keep running their businesses and keep their originality? Or is everything going to be corporations? You know, like we just don't really know what's going to happen. And that's just, there's just so much um, uncertainty in the unknown. Um, It's really important to think about the state of the economy. Secondly, what's going to happen with COVID? You know, coronavirus really did, it impacted the whole world. Um, A lot of people got sick. A lot of people died. Um, America obviously has the highest number of deaths and cases. And we just don't know how or when this virus is going to go away. It seems like things in Illinois, you know, for example, were um, study for a while, but now, you know, I'm listening to the news and it seems like the cases are confirmed again um, and going up now that we're in flu season. 
So are there going to be new stay-at-home orders? Will there be a vaccine? Will it be available to the general public? Will this eventually go away? You know, like we have to, I wouldn't say go back to what's normal, but like find a way to move forward and get rid of this virus once and for all. So that's also really important. And that's an important question to ask both candidates because I think that that's this is coronavirus is going to be their first plan of attack as soon as whoever's whether it's Biden and Kamala Harris in the office or Trump is going to remain I think these are front front matter issues and it's really important to pay attention to how each candidate um, addresses this matter each step of the way. Um, and other things you can think about are like immigration, you know, like what's going to happen to immigration. There's a lot of people that could care less about immigration, but like me as an immigrant and my whole family is immigrants. I know people that are, you know, either have their green card or are, you know, still waiting for that. Like what's going to happen to them with new candidate in place? Like what are the immigration laws going to look like? Um, will those people who are not legal just yet, will they get a chance or will they be sent back home? You know, th- that that's an important thing to also ask. Um, another thing to talk about is climate change. Um, I, when I was younger, like I didn't really focus too much on climate change. Um, but as I got older, I really started to listen more about what's going to happen to our planet you know it's it's not just like who's dying tomorrow our our planet can potentially die like all of us can die you know and it I I'm always very forward thinking so to me it's not about just like my children someday it's about my children's children my future generations to come like are we setting ourselves up so they can live a healthy life a life of quality you know um if you listen to my podcast with Nikki um about sustainability you know we talked a lot a little bit about or actually a lot about recycling and how we've been recycling the wrong way so a lot of those things end up in landfill when we can be composting and actually using um, those items that we think are recycle recyclable but aren't to uh, you know make soil for like construction or grow food you know things like that like are we I'm on another um, I support another organization called search for water like are we um, conserving in a, enough of the world's water? Are we providing enough access, you know? Um, just those types of things, you know, like fossil fuels. Um, I don't know too much about this, but from watching the debates, like it obviously seems like the Trump administration does not want to get rid of fossil fuels, obviously, because they think it's it's a lot of money, right? And I think, yeah, it is, but that's kind of short-term thinking. They don't, the American government doesn't want to spend money on that, but I think like in the long run, we need to move towards like renewable energy, like solar, um, it, just like like green, go green, you know, like things like that, where 
we're not living in caves anymore. Uh, fossil fuels, obviously very harmful to the planet. And we also need to start thinking about like corporate carbon emissions, right? Like Amazon, which is like a very large um, corporation, obviously one that pretty much rules the world. Like what changes can they do to reduce their carbon emissions or their carbon footprint, you know, like, can they focus more on their corporate sustainability? Um, can they find ways to reduce paper, uh, reduce waste, like, maybe their data centers can add more solar panels to the rooftops, you know, and conserve energy that way, like, who knows, like, those are important things to question and to research upon. Um, another hot topic is healthcare. Like, what's going to happen to healthcare? Is universal healthcare going to stay in place? Um, those with private insurance, will they get to keep their insurance? Um, you know, will the Trump administration um, eventually overturn Obamacare? Like, will so? I know, I don't know um, too much about Obamacare, so I apologize. I have to read more into it, but, like, I do know that ever since Obamacare came into place, um, me as a person, like, my physical has been completely free. You know, I've been able to utilize free services like a pap smear, mammogram, um, STD, HIV testing, um, you know, breast checkups, like, breast examinations, like, things like that, which are really important, um, and can be very costly, and I I don't want this service to go away, right? And think about those people who have cancer but don't know they, that they have cancer. Like, that annual physical could potentially save them and change their life. So that those are some things that, like, a lot of people don't think about and how expensive those services are. I mean, healthcare is very expensive, and not everybody has you know, the the luxury to afford it. So healthcare is another thing that we need to really focus on in this country because I also think in, in the U.S. we are behind on our healthcare compared to a lot of European countries where healthcare is free. You know, a lot of services are free and a lot of um, people understand that it is a matter of life and death and they, as a country, want to be able to provide those types of services. Um, another thing to talk about is taxes. Like, will taxes go up? You know, um, I personally, I, I mean, I'm sure everyone already, even if taxes are lowered now, like, they probably think, like, well, you know, I still pay a lot in taxes, and if you've heard anything on the news, you've paid more taxes than Trump has this year. So that's another hot thing that a lot of people are worried about, right? Like, if you're working and you're making all this money and you're putting in a lot of time and effort, like, what? I don't want to pay all this in taxes. I don't want to work this much hard knowing that I'm just giving it back to the government. So that is another important thing that we want to focus on too. And then also like if anybody everyone knows the US economy is more in debt than ever. So like what's the play down the pay down plan, you know? I mean it, it seems like I don't I'm not very educated on this. 
and I'll be first to admit, but from my personal point of view, it's, it's like, because we don't have a plan in place to attack COVID and really we didn't take actions early enough, you know, the government has been providing a lot of aid, um, but I don't, on one side, I don't think it's a it's enough aid for those who are really impacted by the state of our economy right now. But at the same time, it's also like we need to find ways to get back on track, right? Because ultimately, when the U.S. debt goes up, our taxes do go up too. We end up paying more in taxes, right? So it, there, this there's just so much push and pull with this topic and I I'm just very curious to see how that plays out in the future um and then in general like what our world affairs gonna look like you know um I also need to focus a little bit more on this and research this more but I, I just think like um you know, America is seen as a very strong country. It's it's pro- it's the strongest country. But with Trump being our president, I know a lot of countries have <laughs> now just looked at us like we're all dumb. You know, and it's I was watching um, something the other day where um, Trump and Melania. Uh, were invited to, um, what was it, like the Buckingham Palace for the Queen. The Queen invited all of the, um, you know, the prime ministers and the presidents. It was like a political party, like a world affairs party. And Trump and Melania arrived late. And it was funny to me because they showed little snippets of Trump saying that all the other countries were making fun of America um, before he came into office. And then we go to this party and the scene of um, a lot of like the prime ministers, you know, like they have their cocktails in their hand and they're chatting up and they're all making fun of Trump as he arrives late to this party. So I just thought that was like really funny how he thinks that he has such a good relationship, you know, with all these other countries when it's a political game and they pro- they all really do think he is a clown. So um, <laughs> in general, you want to ask like what the state of the world is going to look like and our relationship with different countries um, and how, you know, things like import and export, like how are they changing? Um, how is travel going to look like in the future? And then also, like, will Americans have more opportunity in the next four years to advance, you know? And will there be more jobs available after this uh, COVID mess? Um, you know, will we really bounce back? Like, and as we're moving towards change, are we breaking down, are we going to break down systemic racism? You know, that was a very, very, very big issue and it still is. And it's not going to take, it can't, it's not just one person that's going to make that change. It's going to take a lot of citizens who have to come in together and really push towards this because it's 2020 and I can't believe we're still discussing racism, you know, and it's been a big issue. So I'm glad it was finally brought to light. And I'm also excited to see 
um, for example, if Biden and Kamala win the presidency, you know, Kamala Harris will become the first um, female vice president and then vice president of color. So that's like very exciting. And that itself speaks volumes for a lot of women, right? And that's, that's something that like, you know, it's going to make a lot of people, immigrants, proud. Like, I'm Pakistani, so seeing a woman of color, a woman in office and a woman of color, that automatically gives me a voice. And so that's also another question we need to ask. Like, will women have more control going forward? Um, and then one last thing that I also want you guys to think about our abortion laws. And I think that's so important because now we're discussing like overturning Roe versus Wade. And it, it's so pathetic to me that we're actually even, first of all, discussing the fact that like what women, the right that women, um, you know, discussing women's bodies, like, and it's their right. And secondly, like there are bigger issues in the world right now can we focus on the people that are already living, you know, instead of discussing, like, or condemning women who are having abortions? Because I think that's just so pathetic. It's like our body, we can do whatever we want with it. And if you make the argument that when, you know, there's a fetus, there's life, then why don't we just focus on the people who are already living? You know, why do we make such a big mess of those that, um, you, you, why are we, or I'm just saying, like, why aren't we focusing on gun control laws and things like that? And again, going back to racism and like, stop killing people who are already living before we want to discuss abortion. So that's another hot topic you can discuss. But um, like, there's just so much to think about. And you must be so overwhelmed with me just bringing up all these topics. But there's a lot of stuff that I haven't even touched on. And it's just where we're at. It's not just in your life here, like it's your country. And I really urge you guys to step up and show up for your country. Um, Think about the way you want to live, where you want to go. And the advancements that you're hoping for in the most powerful country, because it all starts with you. And again, I'm not going to tell you which candidate to vote for. That's your decision. Um, although you can tell um, down with where down with is leaning towards. Um, but again, like this is an individual decision and an individual right as an American citizen. I just urge you all to try to read up on policies, think about the things that really matter to you, and as you want to, or as you advance in this country, then do us and yourself a favor. One last favor, just go and vote. All right? So thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, It's taken me a couple weeks to come here and record it just because I've been super busy, but I'm glad I was able to talk a little bit about this and it got me really thinking about the election, you know, more so than I have been thinking about it for the last couple of weeks. So again, um, show up for your country and go vote, mail in your vote um, if you can't physically go in and vote um, and just remember your vote 
does count. So go vote. Bye, guys. Hi, everyone. This is your podcast host, Sarah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Down With podcast. If you like what we talked about today, give us a shout or make sure to subscribe for future episodes. If you like more information on Down With and upcoming events, make sure to follow and connect with us on Instagram at down underscore underscore with or check us out on our website at down with.com. The Donwood team really appreciates your love and support. Thanks again for tuning in and have a great day. Thank you. Bye.